0: Welcome, everyone, to the Courageous Truth Podcast, and I am so apologetic that I have not been on the airwaves as of late. It has been a very busy season for me, Uh, running my business and trying to build our church out there in Graham, Washington, Courageous Generation Church, if you want to stop by our podcast. Please look on Apple Podcasts or any Spotify podcast or anywhere where podcasts are distributed and you will see Courageous Generation Church. We are going through the book of Revelation. How relevant is that? I wanted to stop by really quick and just take a moment and give my thoughts on this Roe v. Wade overturning. Now, we're seeing massive celebration we're seeing massive uprising we're seeing many people upset about it we're seeing many people rejoicing over it and what is our true response what should our response be now those of us who do not believe that life begins at conception and believe life begins whenever we so choose and whatever is convenient then we are uh, probably a little bit upset about the Roe v. Wade overturning, which, by the way, doesn't outlaw abortion. What it does is what it should have done in the beginning, and that's put the legalization of abortion back to the states. Each state choosing by their elected leaders, elected by the people, is abortion legal or not. And then that way every state can choose what their morality is. Now, I live in a very left-leaning state, and abortion will be a massive push in our state, a massive celebration in our state, looked at as liberation and freedom, and it's disgusting, to say the least. Now, here's what I know. Abortion is murder. Abortion is terrible. Abortion is awful. Abortion is a spirit of child sacrifice. I have known quite a few women who have come forward in the last week or so and said, you know what? I was at a weak point in my life and I had an abortion. And unfortunately, a lot of women and a lot of people think that this overturning of Roe v. Wade is an attack against them and their decision. That is not the heart of God. The heart of God is to restore, heal, bring restoration to these people. And that is just the absolute courageous truth about the matter. If you have had an abortion, there is grace for you. There is healing for you. God is not mad at you if you will turn your sins over to him. But what God is after is the ideology. The same way as he fought back against, in fact, this, I, it, it's, it's hard to say that man is at odds against our God. Our God is the one true creator. The only God there is. But what I would say is. Since the times of the Bible. When mankind pushed back against God. Who always won? God. And we see a pagan God named Moloch. And he would. Have statues. And, and epiphanies. Effigies. Excuse me. Made towards him. And parents would come and sacrifice their newborn children upon the altar of Molech. And as people would scream and chant to be louder than the screams of the children, this was an abomination to God, as is abortion. God wants to bring restoration to people, and he wants to destroy an ideology that says abortion is real. So many people that I have seen that are fighting, standing loud, pro-abortion are people that have never been pregnant, people that have never raised a child, people that have never given birth, most of them actually. Every person that has had an abortion in their life will say, I'm not sure if I did the right thing. That's where God wants to come and heal. This is not a fight against a person or a decision we're standing against an ideology that wants to destroy people wants to destroy humans so what is the root of all this anguish what is the root of these arguments here's the issue we have abused sex so much we have a re- what let me ask you this question ladies and gentlemen what creates life sex We have taken sex and we have said sex is ours. Sex, we can do whatever we want. Sex gives us power. Sex gives us pleasure. Sex gives us our heart's desire. But what happens is we are procreating. We are creating life out of God's design. And we are seeing the ramifications thereof. And the enemy, the devil, is creeping in and saying, the only way out of this, Pregnancy is an abortion. We don't talk about adoption first. We don't talk about fostering. We don't talk about anything. We talk about abortion first. And I think that the root cause of all this is sexual abuse. And I'm not talking about rape or incest. What I'm talking about is the fact that we don't teach sex the way God designed it if we taught sex the way of the Bible, if we taught sex the way that's healthy, if we taught sex the way it was designed to be, we might miss out on all these arguments. So what do we do from here? On the surface, we're going to fight pro-life, pro-choice forever. So many women and men want to fight for pro-choice. So many men and women want to fight for pro-life, and they should. I believe God's heart is for life. I believe abortion is an abomination to God. What we really cannot do as the churches, we need to teach sexual education. Sex is taught in our public schools. We're indoctrinating kids as young as kindergarten and first grade. That sex is whatever is consented. Gender is whatever is fluid and makes you feel good. This is an absolute travesty to the American people, an absolute travesty to humanity. We have got to start teaching the proper sex education and it starts with the church. If you're a pastor, if you're a leader, if you're a youth minister, time to start talking about sex. Kids pastor, maybe not, but you can have a voice into the youth pastor's life. And say, hey, we need to start talking about sex. We need to teach sex God's way. When I was a youth pastor, I taught a series called God's Plan. God's Plan for Life. God's Plan for Marriage. God's Plan for Sex. God's Plan for Gender. God's Plan for you fill in the blanks. We are a people that are called to be a royal, holy priesthood. And we have got to exemplify and model what sexuality is. If we had sex in our nation, God's way, we wouldn't be talking about abortion. We wouldn't be talking about any of these things. Because our focus would be on how do we teach sex correctly. And the consequences of sex outside of God's. And as I close this episode, I'm going to read out of Psalms 139, starting at verse 13. This verse right here is the greatest weapon against the pro-abortion argument. Listen to this. Psalm 139, uh, excuse me, verse 13. For you formed my inward parts, talking about God. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works, my soul knows it well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written, every one of them, the days that were formed for me, as yet there were none of them. Life does not begin at conception, my friends. Life begins in the heart of God. Conception is something man creates. Life is bigger than man. Life is in the heart of the creator, the one, the great I am. The one true God decides life. And in this scripture, it says, life begins before you were born, before you were conceived. I had a grander plan. How dare we as humans Decide when life begins and when life ends. Those are the thoughts I want to leave you with today. Thank you for tuning in to the Courageous Truth Podcast. As always, I am so sorry that I have not been on the airways as of late. Please tune in to my series on Revelation, Courageous Generation Church. You'll find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, going through the book of Revelation. So God bless you. Thank you for taking your courageous stand for the truth and continue to stand up for things that matter. Stand up for the word of God because we know the word of God is under attack. The people of God are under attack. And I hope you will continue to take a courageous stand for the truth. God bless you. I will see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to the Courageous Truth Podcast world that is in desperate need of courage and in desperate need of truth. Our prayer is that this podcast will equip and inspire you to live courageously for your family, your community, your God, and for your country. Be courageous in your stand for truth in a world that is completely abandoned. See you next time right here at the Courageous Truth Podcast. Remember, truth requires courage.